The magic wore off at the end of the game for Illinois. Breaking it down now on the Sunday No Huddle with Robert Rosenthal from IlliniBoard.com. And Roberts, it's not necessarily a trend, but we've seen time and time again there are these scenarios where Illinois has the lead late in the game and just not able to finish it. Yeah, it's, I mean, I looked it up today. It's crazy how close all of these games have been. So you have a, a three-point win followed by a four-point loss followed by a one-point win followed by a three-point win, followed by a two-point loss. Um, you know, for me as a fan, look, I don't, I don't have enough high blood pressure medication to <laughs> last for 60 minutes for all of these games because everything is coming down to the end. Yeah. So, you know, in those five games, they found a way in three of them. Uh, the games that they were tied, uh, they found a way to win those in the games that they were trailing. Uh, they gave up the late touchdown to Wisconsin, the late touchdown to, to Iowa and lost those. So. Um, it's it's the same game playing out five straight weeks and they won three and lost two. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's unfair where people are suggesting that Illinois, you know, can't close some of these games because we've seen against Maryland, uh, against Indiana, that they against Toledo. Yeah, 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 there's they've oh, gosh, is it seven games that have been within one score kind of thing? You know, how many games have been within less than five points? You know, a field goal here or there. Um, it's it's a crazy season, um, but yeah, in this one, uh, you know, as soon as that punt return got to midfield, it just kind of felt like that's the, this is the point here. You know, Iowa no longer has to go 80 yards; they don't have to go 90 yards; they have to go 50 yards, and that's maybe doable for this offense. It boosted them up. Then there was that penalty and everything else, and and that was that. It's just it's crazy how Iowa has done that so many times this year. Um, you know, some of the other games they won because they broke one long run. You know, the rest of the day their offense did very much of nothing. Um, and then they had that one play that broke it open, and that's what happened in this one. If you think about it, without that one fake, you know, fair catch call against Minnesota, the one mm -hmm. that got, got called back on Cooper DeGene, mm -hmm. I was 10-1 right now. And, yes. and their only loss is a bad loss to Penn State. But, like you said, the Hawkeyes just seem to have – figured it out where they're able to go out there with good defense, good special teams. Doesn't matter what the offense looks like. And Illinois made them look pretty bad in that game on Saturday. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. They will find ways to win and they just keep doing that this it's year. It's such frustrating football to watch, you know. It's just I equated it to there was a there was a high school coach at Edwardsville High School down by St. Louis named Bob Bone. And when he was the head basketball coach, he had this theory, no shot clock they would stand and hold the ball the entire first quarter and then take a shot. And his theory was that will frustrate the other team so much, just standing there like, come on, let's do something. What are we doing? That that was their advantage. And so they would do that every game, get the tip or get the first rebound and then have their point guard just stand there for eight minutes. And so that's what this kind of football feels like. It's just frustrating of like, Oh, they punted it deep again. Oh, they're not really trying. They're not taking, they're just biding their time and then they get the one opportunity and they beat you. It's just so, so hard to watch that, you know, intentionally grinding a game to a halt uh, in order to win, but you can't argue with nine and two. As bad as it feels, I think, afterwards for fans and for the team, losing a game like that, falling to five and six, you have to look at the game overall as it being a success to even put themselves in that spot. You look at one of those calls, you think in the, I believe it was the third quarter, maybe the early fourth, Isaiah Williams looks like he gets inside the 10 to set up first and goal, but they call him 
You'd say it's a bad spot. I think from the outside, I've even seen some Iowa fans say, yeah, it was probably a bad spot. Uh, but outside of that, Illinois put themselves in opportunities to win this game, which is, you know, what you want to do against a top 25 team like that. On that very next play, I mean, that was a second down play. On the yeah. third down play, Illinois has third and a foot. Uh, Paddock, they try and rush him up the middle. There's nothing there. He spins out, has the first down but tries to bounce to it outside just for a few more yards because he's thinking end zone at that point and gets tripped up and doesn't get the first down. So, yeah, you know, I've thought a lot about that play, and from, from the press box it looked like Isaiah Williams did have the first and goal, but if on the next play you have third and a foot and you go backwards, you know, that kind of negates any complaints about the spot. Like, you, you, you had it, you should be able to get a yard. Obviously, John Paddock was – so frustrated with himself right there like why did I bounce that outside just dive over the line uh, and we've got first and goal but that's how these games go I mean um, Illini media members said to me in the press box at halftime this is going to come down to one play it just is you just know this is uh, and I think that 30 yard run from from Iowa was the difference they they got in range and said we're gonna we're gonna hit a home run and they did and that's the ball game all right five and six going into the final game against Northwestern, a team in, who is which a lot better than a lot of people expected. I think anyone expected them to be this year. They already have bowl eligibility already down pat. They beat Purdue this past week to get to six and five. So no rematch of 2014, both teams five and six, and the winner goes to a bowl game. Do you think that helps maybe Illinois? Like the, the juice is still going to be there for the rivalry, but you know that the other side is not necessarily playing for postseason lives. I feel like for Northwestern to already have that six win, it's a lot of pressure off. That game in 2014, both teams were tied at the beginning. It's like this is everything, this is it. Um, in a game where Northwestern can put Illinois away, the, the 2015 game at Soldier Field, uh, the day Bill Cubitt was extended for two years, the uh, what was the quote in the press box? Not a dagger to the heart of the program. Um, that day, Northwestern had locked up a bowl. I believe they were like ranked 24th or something like that. Uh, and they just played loose and, you know, hey, we can, we can keep Illinois out of a bowl. We can do this, that type of thing. So I think this is kind of a worst-case scenario that they already have it wrapped up. There's no pressure. They can just have some fun uh, and try and keep their rival home from a bowl. So it's a, it's a scary situation. For sure. And what Bielema said post-game is that this is a gut-check week for Illinois now. They get to that bowl game. It's the first time that they have been in bowls back-to-back -back seasons in over a decade for you. Maybe if this season has not gone the way Illinois wanted playing bad, certainly for parts of it, you know, the Purdue game and the Nebraska game come to mind as far as bad performances from them. But getting to six wins, getting that bowl game certainly feels like it becomes a successful season. Then look, I record a thing in the stands after every game. I just started doing it in 2009 and I've done it for 14 years now. Um, I call it from the stands and I just give my exact reaction as soon as the game is over. After the Toledo game, I had predicted a six and six season. After the Toledo game, I said on that recording, I'm like, maybe this Casey Washington catch on fourth and long where they kept the drive alive and then kicked the game winning field goals, maybe that's the difference at the end of the year between five and seven and six and six. I have wanted to see Illinois follow up a good season with a six and six and a second bowl. It didn't happen in 2000, it didn't happen in 2002, it didn't happen in 2008. And here we are again, five and six. So I've just been focused on that the entire season. 
I think it's a six and six season. It can't be five and seven because you can't have that momentum stopper like you had those other seasons. And this is it. This is the game to get there. This is the game to make that Casey Washington catch count. This is the game to make that, you know, Caleb Griffin field goal count. All these moments throughout the season, that throw by Paddock on fourth and 11 at Minnesota. For all those to count, for all them to mean something, got to win this one and get to a bowl. I know that Bielema in his time has had success against Northwestern's a couple of 40 point games in uh, 21 and 22. Uh, does that inspire any confidence as well going into this final week as well that you know Brett Bielema knows how important this game is and they've proven that uh, they take it seriously the past two years. Yeah, it certainly has flipped uh, the, the rivalry that had been dominated by Northwestern for the better part of 15 years. Um, yeah, I. <laughs> This is just a different Northwestern team. You know, they were they were kind of a mess after uh, in, in 21 and in 22, and then all of this, what happened. They did bring back a lot, and they, you know, teams just ride this cycle of you have experience and you start winning, and then you lose all your starters, and you got to get experienced again, and you start losing. They're on the upswing of that cycle uh, in Illinois after losing all these players in the offseason. It's probably on the downswing of that cycle for this season. Um, but look, you've had 11 games now. You've put all the pieces back together. Uh, it's time to go play your best game, beat your rival, and get to a bowl. All right, three seasons. Brett Bielema is 3-0 against only one other Big Ten team. He can get there with Northwestern with the win. Do you know the other Big Ten team? Minnesota. Minnesota. He's beaten them three times. So we'll see if Bielema can get to 3-0 against Northwestern here at Illinois. It should be a fun week 12, at least for the neutral fans. should be fun. Maybe a little stressful for Robert, but uh, I think there are some, some good vibes. A, with maybe a lot stressful maybe for a Robert. Lot stressful yes. for There's Robert. going to be a lot of pacing. There will be a lot of pacing. Yes. Uh, I'm sure a lot of controlled gasps. Yes. Like, ooh. Yes. Something uh -huh. like that. Yes. I'll, I'll suppress it all. Well, I'll be in the stands for this one, so I can I can let some of it out. I can I can yell a little bit, and uh, there will be a, a release about if Illinois wins this and, and gets the hat and keeps it home and and gets to a bowl, I will uh, I will release some steam. <laughs> Here's hoping you are uh, stocked up on your blood pressure. I am, medicine. I am, 90 right. day supply, we're good, good. Good to know, Robert. All right, thanks so much. Hopefully we'll talk again uh, next week. All right, thanks, Andy.